guys missed all the hot Baldwin content. Yeah. It's all right. That's Probably okay. for the best. We'll talk about the, the Baldwin brothers at a different time. We sure will. We sure will. <laughs> why are you so fucking... Why are you, so you're infatuated with, like, Adam Sandler types and Alec Baldwin types in um, Hollywood. I'm finding a new Hollywood romance lately, and I'm going to give you my list. I've given it to you before, but I'm going to give it to the listeners now. And if you don't agree, you're wrong, and I think you should reconsider. And if you still disagree, then I don't really know what to say. Right. So... Adam Sandler, hot. Okay. Justin Long, hot. Agree. Jonah Hill, hot. Um, kind of. Seth Rogen, hot. Disagree. Who else was on the list? Keep going. I don't know. It's your list. <laughs> Just keeping track of all your love interests. Oh, fuck. Alec Baldwin. You, Alec Baldwin. You think Randy Qu- Randy Quaid's sexy? No, 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 no. Well, not like he's not on the list, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick, like, Hollywood Dilf, white guy, tan leather guy, yeah, it's... It's Randy Quaid. No, not Randy! Not Randy! <laughs> Dennis! You son of a bitch! Dennis Quaid! <laughs> trick, trick me. Yeah, trying to make me look like a fool. What not about uh, what about Ezra Miller? Does he land on the list anywhere? Ezra Miller's hot, and that is a fact. And that's that is, fact. That's fact. <laughs> and that's a fucking... That's what I like to call a segue. That is a smooth segue. Into what we're talking about today. Which is, we need to talk about Kevin. Give me your rundown of the movie. Give me like a quick, like, I'll blast you through, buckle in. Um, All right, so I guess it kind of follows the mom, Tilla, Tilma. (laughs) Tilda Swinton. Tilda, shit, Tilma. Tilma. (laughs) Yeah, Tilda Swinton, sorry, plays the mom. And um, Eva. Eva, thanks. And her and John C. Riley are married. And. Have, like, this happy love life, romance time, newlywed vibes. Pop out this piece of dog shit kid (laughs) that just from the jump is a motherfucker. And he, like, comes out evil. And if you guys want to talk psychology, it really kind of... The movie's prompted the, like, nature versus nurture thing. Like, are some people, like, born sociopaths or psychopaths? Because this guy, like, as you see over the movie, really is just, like, a born evil fucking nightmare monster man this little piece of shit kid oh from the jump he is just full of like vindictive rage and planning and scheming like dude if that was my kid i promise you i'm kicking him in the fucking shins like you're going away you're going far away from me that's for sure military school something like this kid's awful you're out of here so from the jump the kid sucks it goes kind of through his whole life seeing that he's really like against the mom and kind of like nobody sees it except the except for Ava and um he's just making her life miserable and it's tearing the marriage apart they have another daughter which becomes his younger sister and she's just really a pawn used to hurt Ava more like yeah like this kid like this, knows how to knows how to pull Tilda like push Tilda Swinton's buttons the entire movie from from Rip yeah we see him as a toddler even and he's antagonizing her like intentionally shitting his diaper like they're trying to do numbers and he's like looking her dead in the eyes and taking a hot shit and he knows all the numbers dude it adds up <laughs> he, knows all the nu- he knows all the numbers and he's taking fat shits yeah this kid's a psychopath he's like and, and she's just trying to like be a mother the whole movie and it made me really sad because we're jumping between these two timelines so we see it starting off and i i, I mean uh, it starts with her in that like tomato land <laughs> you know <laughs> so like 
Uh, Tilda Swinton's character is uh, is like this adventurer. She's like she's a an author. Like she talks about her travels and stuff to other countries, and like she's an explorer. Like she loves basically. Be, she only knows like being like by herself. Because earlier you mentioned like like nature versus nurture. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in parts of this movie, like she really resents the fact that she had a child in the first place. Absolutely. So like it almost didn't give. Uh, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller's character. What's his, what's uh, Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Who's Kevin? Kev. Kev. <laughs> Kyle. Can I talk to you? Uh, but Kevin, like, I don't feel like that necessarily gave him a fair chance at like being a great kid either, because like she really did just kind of hate him from jump too. You felt like she hated him from the jump? Yeah. Do Do you remember like whenever uh, the the scene where she was giving birth? She was just like she just has like permanent postpartum. Like, in the rest of the movie after that. Yeah, it kind of does unfold like that. And then he won't stop crying. It really seems like that bond isn't there. I guess you're right. But it's I also do see that she's trying, you know? Like, she spends all her time trying to teach him and trying to forge that bond. And he just, like, won't let it. Like, consciously aware as a toddler baby is like, no, fuck you. If I had to, like, try to describe this movie, like to break it down in its simplest terms, like, mm-hmm. without giving anything away. Yeah, it's kind of hard because it's really layered. How would yeah. you do it? What would you say? It's so, like, first and foremost, there are, there are multiple timelines going on in this movie. Uh, the timeline where, like, we get to see what's going on with Kevin, uh, like, like as he's, as he's growing up and, like, as he's brought into the world and, like, his progression with uh, Tilda Swinton's character. You know what I mean? Because, like, it truly is just, like, a mother and son at arms the entire film. And... Sprinkled in with a bunch of nasty, sweaty John C. Riley sex scenes. Yeah, I don't know why they needed to sneak those in. Sickening. Personally, I'm here for it, but I'm I know not. you're not. I'm out. I'm out on that. You're not John C. Riley. John C. Riley, not hot. Really? Not hot. Except in Chicago, kind of hot. Kind of hot in Chicago. Only See, that's what I was going to say. He's Mr. Cellophane. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. His development, their bond, or lack thereof. Yeah, and then the second timeline being, like, this standalone... It's just Tilda Swinton. It's clearly, like, she's she's very ragged at this point, giving up on life. Yeah, she is Wearing that fucking down. Inspector Gadget trench coat everywhere. Because, like, people are, like, throwing shit at her. And, like, Smacking her, her in the face, breaking her, her eggs. Fucking, listen here, you fucking whore. Yeah. You, I hope you burn in hell, you stupid bitch, and, like, throwing red paint at her car. Yeah, fucking up her house. And she is just, like, the ultimate martyr and just taking all of it. I don't care what oh. happened. Fuck you, bro. You're not throwing paint at me and, like, breaking my eggs. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm moving somewhere else. Yeah, so, like, so, like, you see her just, like, getting tortured basically by this entire town yeah and, literally and it's fucking awful even the like, kids on halloween yeah they were fucking with her banging on her yeah. door like give me candy you fucking bitch we know what you did and we're like what'd you do yeah well the whole movie it's like the timeline's cutting between leading up to what made her be now alone and being tormented by the town right so like yeah and it's just like it's just her and kevin just at arms the entire film like, even at just, like, his, like, just such a young age, he's just such a little fucking vindictive prick, son. Yes, yes, absolutely. What do you think the most petty shit Kevin did in this movie as, like, a kid? Um, oh, I think maybe the scene where he fucks up her office. Oh, You know, she spends yeah. all this time putting 
her own space together after she's been clearly kind of struggling, like, with her mental health because of, like, her postpartum and Kevin sucks and John C. Riley's like, not on her side at all. No. It's totally undermining it's, her. It's awful. Like, John C. Riley's like, really not in this movie a whole lot. Like, he really doesn't play a super important character, even though he's the father of Kevin and the husband of Tilda Swinton. Yeah. He feels like... A background character. He's definitely just a supporting role, and he does a great job of it because he is the device for so much of the plot, and he pissed me off so much, which was his exact purpose, I think, I mean, to just keep undermining her and keep yeah, not like, stepping in, because that makes the whole plot unravel. Yeah, like, this, I think the shittiest thing, like, like you immediately pick up on the kind of guy John C. Riley is, like, in the beginning of the movie, we see Tilda Swinton walking Kevin around... Uh, as a baby and like trying to make him stop crying, like stop crying. And he just won't, he's just belligerently screaming and it's awful. So she decides to take him out on a little walk and you just see her standing next to this, uh, jackhammer, just drowning out the baby's cries. And you just see how tired and like lost she is. Yeah. She finally, and then she's home. Kevin's asleep. She's trying to sleep real quick, you know, like on the couch and John C. Riley comes up and just picks Kevin up, the sleeping baby, and wakes his ass up. Yeah, after she's like, don't wake him. He's been crying all day. Just put him down. He goes, oh, you just need to rock him. Like you I said motherfucker. to you, that is the shit I get divorced over, bro. Did I not just tell you to leave that fucking baby? Yeah. Like, like you did not realize what I've been fucking going through today. Yeah, like, totally he doesn't. He it. doesn't believe her the entire movie. Yeah, the whole movie. And honestly, that's why I kind of say, like, he gets what he gets because... She was coming to him the whole movie being like, something's not right with Kevin. It was Kevin that did this. Something's not right with Kevin. we need to talk about Kevin. You get it? It's the fucking title, Johnny. Yeah, John C. (laughs) Riley. But yeah, oh yeah. Pettiest thing, side road that we took there. Pettiest thing Kevin did was when uh, Eva made her own office and put all of these like beautiful maps up from her travels, all these cultural masks, made it really unique. And she's like, oh, we can make your room special, too. He goes, special how? And she's like, for your personality. What personality? Oh, yeah. Little prick. It's like six-year-old Kevin is still in a diaper. Like, he didn't talk until he was like like five or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, and he was intentionally not doing it. Yeah. To fuck with Tilda Swinton. It was awful. Yeah, she took him to the doctor. (coughs) Excuse me. The doctor was like, everything seems cool. Yeah, he was just choosing not to. Like, so yeah, uh, she makes her room all cool. Offers to make his room cool. He's oh yeah, he comes prick. in. And he goes. He's like these squiggly pieces of paper are stupid. Yeah, he's shitting on the room. So she leaves for a second. Comes back to find that he has sprayed fucking uh, red and black red paint. and black paint with his water gun all over her whole wallpapered walls with all of her maps. It's so funny, too, because, like, Tilda Swinton's low-key petty as fuck, too, in this movie. Because, like, she's yeah. so sick and tired of this little motherfucker, like, just dog-dicking her shit around the entire film. Yes! And so she, like, she retaliates and grabs his uh, squirt gun and starts stomping on it. Kevin's just on all fours on her desk, like, smirking <laughs> I feel in his like, stupid cloth diaper. I feel like her destroying the squirt gun... Gave him life, dude. He loved to see her rage. He's like, yeah, you fucking it's bitch. like, I have full control you over scary you. scary British alien woman. I pull your alien puppet strings, mama. Mama. Yeah, it Mommy. was... <laughs> it was very bizarre, but mama loves her baby boy. <laughs> oh, mama, mama loves her baby boy. 
<laughs> I fucking hate that. We were watching Jeepers Creepers too last night, and uh, <laughs> Papa loves his baby. And Papa loves his baby. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but the dad freaks out and kills a harpoon gun in like two days. It's a classic. It's a hit. Uh, anyways, <sighs> different podcast, different time entirely. Yeah, soon we'll get yeah. there. But yeah, so that was my top pettiest moment. Oh. What do you think for Kevin? Your top pettiest moment? Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. She's trying to teach Kevin math, like he's homeschooled. Well, first off, kids should have been like in a school by now. Like, yeah, get like, him some friends. He get needs him a social he needs a so- he needs a social life. Like this kid, like, you're really gonna leave Eva with this kid all day. Why the fuck didn't they enroll him in a pre-K program, bro? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, and John C. Riley forces, like, Eva to move out of the city, which she loves. Yeah, into and move this into big the, suburban beast house. And she fucking hates it. Has zero personality. That's why her room is so special to her. Yeah. But uh, they're in Kevin's room, which, by the way, I noticed, like, at the end, like, it doesn't change at all. Even, like, from a baby. It's that same sterile-ass kind of jail psych ward vibe room. Yeah, like, uh bed laid like horizontally along the wall next like underneath a window tiny desk one one shelf shelf, (laughs) like a wall like a wall locker with nothing in it Mm -hmm. like and you're like okay what the fuck and then throughout his entire life it stayed the exact same yeah oh psycho vibes and i feel like that was just another thing he did to kind of hurt her she reached out being like we could sort of bond while we're making your room special. And he went his whole life, like, kind of denying her of that. Yeah. And it's just, like, if you really look at it, because I watched it, you know, a second time, like I said. Mm. And watching it the second time, I really took in so much more than the first one. Like, everything that he does is so calculated. And if you kind of watch, it's all to hurt her. Everything he does is to hurt her. It's everything it's like there's not a moment of his day that doesn't go by where he's not trying to torture his mother even i feel like his kindness and bond with his dad is to hurt her yeah he doesn't give a fuck about his dad yeah he doesn't give a fuck about him he just wants her to know she's not a part of he's it like, yeah i want you to know that i i'm gonna pretend to love dad more than you yeah yeah and that's the whole movie what's really funny is that like john c Riley, tilda swinton <laughs> Hardly look like a couple. Big dump truck of a human being, John C. Riley. Yeah. Skinny, creepy chicken alien woman, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, like, this beautiful, like, like Asian young six-year-old kid. Like, yeah. Did, like, How'd y'all make him, dude? Th- that's like, what I'm saying. He but- sculpted, like, a Greek god with, like, his super intense face structure. Like, cool, like, sleek-looking fits. He's got the crop top, the cool hair. Oh, yeah. Kevin uh, Kevin wears the same shirts his entire life. So he wears, like, his childhood six-year-old shirts the whole movie. It's like a 16 not what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it is. That's why the shirts... That's what the shirts are, like, so... Look at... It's a hot dog and... Shut the fuck it's up. It's a ketchup, mustard, and hot dog shirt that he has, right? You remember that shirt? He wears that as a six-year-old, dude. You're blowing my fucking mind right now. I did not realize that. That is so funny and petty. Dude, I changed my date. answer. That's the new answer. That's the pettiest thing. Is Just, wearing your six-year-old shirt your whole life. But you love the crop top look. I love the crop top. I think he's looking good in a crop I top. I think it looks great. I think it's a hit. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Those two... I mean, sorry, slobs yeah. made this guy. <laughs> made this, you're like, made this sexy kid. <laughs> I Googled it. He's older than me. Okay, perfect. 
Excellent. It's like watch. It's like me watching Jennifer's body when she's she twenty three. Supp- when this was made, she was know? twenty. She was tw- hey. Did you know that she was twenty three when they made Jennifer's body when she was supposed to be sixteen? She was actually twenty three in the movie. Did it's you actually not realize that? You think she's hot? She was twenty three in this. Yeah, I watched the whole thing knowing she was twenty three. Hard as hell. <laughs> I was there. I hate that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate was, knowing you were privately hard. I was in. I kind of <laughs> wanted to let everybody know. I just didn't want to verbally say it. This time didn't seem right. I didn't want to interrupt the movie. We watched it in my house. I can be hard wherever I want to in my own it's home. My house. I pay the rent. If I want to be a rep around my friends, then leave. If you don't they like get it, the you fuck can out. Leave. It's it's the it's the the burden I bear. All right. <laughs> Good thing of the, the household. What do you want? Couldn't think of the word burden. <laughs> Fucking No I think the pettiest thing he did was uh, When he was like six right He was in his sterile nasty fucking room Mm -hmm. Tilda Swinton's trying to teach him math She's like what comes after four And he's like 27 Like staring at her dead in the eyes like 27 91 Six Like he just doesn't give a fuck Yeah, And she's like alright try again And he just count. He goes ugh One two three four five six seven eight nine And like counts all the way to 50 And he goes can I stop now and so Tilda Swinton's like, all right, you little bastard. <laughs> like, makes this long Cranks math up problem. The heat. Yeah. <laughs> and he just takes it, crumbles it up, stares her in the eyes, and throws it. Dude, I, he didn't even hesitate. That shit was cold. He crumpled it up as soon as it touched his fingers. Question Do you think he could have done it? I don't think he even gave a shit to think about it. <laughs> He's like, look, you're not going to try to hit the moral high ground. I'm not, gonna, I'm not, here, to, you. I'm not here to impress you. <laughs> I don't even know you, lady. <laughs> Part of me wishes he would have, like, looked at the math problem and answered it like Matilda. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would have been perfect. I wish he was Matilda. Evil Matilda. Yeah. <coughs> Pause for the coffee. Sorry, a little cough-a-roo. You're good. But fucking... I don't know. Do we... I feel like we we kind of we're, we're like we're kind of talking about it like non spoilery like you want to like should we blast into these spoilers? You kind of want to like lean into the plot now. Yeah, go ahead and walk me through, walk us through what you think we need to know. Okay, we open Tomato Valley. Right? No, we already went over Tomato Valley. <laughs> Take us now into the spoiler section. Okay, so. We see that there's, like, clearly issue with uh, Tilda Swinton's character and, like, the pres- what's supposed to be the present-day timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, she has longer hair. She's rattier. She clearly doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. um, it's more – and, like, there's a perfect scene that it describes, like, her whole vibe. A couple, couple of Mormon guys come up to the door and they're like, excuse me, ma'am, do you have some time to talk about uh, – like, do you know where you're going when you die? She goes, oh, yeah, straight to hell. The whole <laughs> yeah. internal damnation, the whole bit. She's like, I'm fine, thank you. And, like, just closes the door. So you're like, okay, clearly, like, she's not trying to be the funny guy. She's serious. Yeah. Like, she thinks she's evil. And uh, we start noticing, like, she tries to get a job at this travel agency. We see this, like, half-cocked romance starting to bud. This really nasty, greasy picture your typical workplace sexual harasser oh yeah like short sleeve tie wearing guy you oh know? yeah oh yeah definitely the short sleeve button up yeah short sleeve button up monster dwight wears Schreit a short sleeve button up dude you have to be a fuck to do that yeah you have to no like i'm fine like if it's a short sleeve button up with some patterns like you know like a like a like a floral design yeah cool, but not like with that. the tie you don't not try to make it formal no it's not a formal don't joke thing. around with me come on man because i know you spent a lot of money on that shirt like it's it's like a fucking 25 dollar shirt you just bought where are the you, sleeves? When you pair it with the tie, 
You're trying to be something that you're not in that shirt. <laughs> and that's what I don't want. But, like, we see him, like, like kind of eyeing, like, Tilda Swinton's character. She gets this job at this travel agency because I think it's the closest thing that she can get to, like, to adventuring mm-hmm. at this point. It's the only thing she knows is, like, other countries. Like, she's knowledgeable. Like, she's an author. Mm-hmm. And it's the only thing that uh, – it's the only uh, job that she would be, I feel like, even semi-fulfilled in. And you see her trying to start this, like, new life by herself in this uh, – like, at this travel agency – all while living in this shitty fucking house that has been completely tarnished by the entire city. Yeah. Like, everyone targets her shit with, like, these giant uh, paint cans of red paint. Looks like blood. It's, like, the go-to... You know, like, how some talents have, like, the house that everyone just, like, fucks with for no reason? No. What? <laughs> really? Oh, me neither. You live <laughs> You live in Chicago. That makes sense to me. I'm like, I've seen Shameless, of course. I grew up in Tennessee. Everybody, dude, if that happened, there'd be a fucking, there'd be six guys in trucks with shotguns in the back fucking peeling off. Well, anyway, Tilda, Red, town's fucking with her. Yeah, like, they completely destroy her fucking house, like, with this red paint. And the whole movie, she's trying to, like, clean it up. And everyone's just staring at her, like... It's futile, bitch. We're going to do it again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Her whole town is literally like even her neighbor. She waves at them. And he like hesitantly waves back. It's just there's really a huge lack of humanity. But she clearly thinks she deserves it because yeah. she lets herself keep going through it. She, she just lets herself get fucking verbally kick flipped on by everybody in this fucking movie. Like I remember she's walking through the grocery store. Right. And she gets herself some fucking eggs. She's getting eggs and wine. I know the feelings. And she sees this, like, older woman, and she, like, freaks out and goes and hides. And as this is happening, it's cutting back to her with a cool haircut in the past. (laughs) Yeah. That's how you can tell the difference. Anyone that's confused. Sleek, short hair is past. Raggedy hair is present. I felt like that was apparent, but there were some discrepancies. Yeah, like, we were watching some other people, like, talk about this movie, and it felt like... They seemed very confused. I was like, I feel like we're cool in here. (laughs) I feel like we're really smart, and they just didn't watch the movie correctly. I feel like they don't know how to watch movies. I kind of feel like I'm better than everybody. (laughs) But, fucking... uh, Yeah, so, like, she sees this woman, goes and hides, and then, like comes back to see your cart's not fucked with and then goes and checks out and notices all 12 of her eggs are fucking broken. But the cashier's like, oh, all 12, and she's like, about to, like, switch Yeah, she's like, let me just go give you a new no, one. I'll take them, I'll take them, I'll take them as they are, as they are. Like, like chill. Like, that could have been easily avoided. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, if she goes and gets you the new eggs, is that old lady going to come break them again? Like, no, don't give her new eggs. Yeah. Give <laughs> this woman new eggs. I broke I the eggs. Broke those eggs. I just broke those <laughs> eggs. Like, ma'am, you broke the egg. Get out of the store. <laughs> Why are you breaking eggs in my store? This woman's clearly in distress. Like, she looks homeless. Like, she... Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'll just take the eggs. And then she goes and makes an entire 12 scrambled <laughs> eggs. So glad you told it. Yeah, it has to be said. But she made... She sat down, craft, used all of the broken eggs, and, like, was just picking all the shells out of her teeth. But she made all 12. Yeah, she ate a dozen eggs for dinner. Like, okay, games. I mean... <laughs> uh, okay, grind time. I mean, what else are you going to do at that point, though? Like, are you going to try to, like, see if the... Like, you're going to put saran wrap over, the like, the carton? What are I'm you doing to keep that shit eggs. fresh? I'm not taking that. <laughs> I'm not getting that far. Yeah, I'm not, not taking the, the eggs. broken eggs. I don't even fuck with eggs. And I don't even like eggs, first <laughs> off. Not eating 12 of them with shells Sure shit, not doing that. 
No, um, I'm throwing them at somebody. Yeah, exactly. That's all you can do at that point. Um, but we see like like we like we start seeing like uh, more people interacting with like the present day Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. Like we see more of her reaction uh, of her interactions rather. Like she was walking out of the her work one day, and this woman just slapped the piss out of her and told her that she was a bitch or something. And like this guy's like, "Whoa, what the fuck was that?" Like, "Ma'am, are you all right?" She's like, "I'm fine. Don't touch me. Leave me alone." It was my fault. It's my fault, really. And she's like, are you sure? It was my fault, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel bad for her, but at a certain point, I kind of want to slap the bitch, too, because she's doing too much. Because, like, if a stranger heard about, like, what was going on, like, I feel like they'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, spoiler alert. Yeah, should we just drop the plot on them so they could keep up with the rest of what we're saying? Yeah, here's the plot. Uh, Ezra Miller, almost said Idris Elba again. God damn it. Ezra, <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Miller, um... Gets real fucking good at archery. We'll get to that. Yeah. And then decides he's going to shoot up a school with his bow and arrow. Does yeah. that. And the fam. Oh, yeah. And his family. Yeah. And murders John C. Riley and his child sister. Big spoiler alert. Yeah. That's like how the two timelines meet. But y'all need to know that so you could be in on all of our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, because we know you want to hear our opinions. Yeah, you guys want in on these hot takes. We know we're really <laughs> smart and this is a very professional podcast. <laughs> Fucking the... Dude, we're recording this on top of a Vans shoebox on my couch. Sponsor us. Room. Hey, come on, Vans. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, Ezra Miller fucking kills all these kids and shit. And they rush to the, like, uh, uh, Tilda Swinton rushes to the school to see Kevin walk out. And he just gives her this look like, you know what the fuck just happened here. Yeah, as the doors open. He walks out with his hands up. His and his little baby T. Well, we know that it was him before even he comes out. Because, you know, we see those yellow bike locks on the on the door. As if you didn't already figure out that he's a psycho and probably did something. You see the yellow bike locks that he ordered. Oh, yeah. There's this whole scene where he's like. Oh, I ordered a bunch of bike locks, uh, got these, like, real cheap online, gonna sell them at school and make a bundle. John C. Riley comes up, pats him on the shoulder, and he goes, you're the next Donald Trump, bud. And, like, pats his shoulder and walks away. Truer than he knew. Yeah. That aged well. An evil motherfucker. Yeah, an evil fucking conduit of shit. A nasty, nasty man. <laughs> Anyways, enough of our political views. Um... Fucking So but, yeah we see that it, He was the school shooter Before yeah, so, we see him Because of the locks Right But like my thing is Is I feel like As like A person not involved In that school shooting Right Like as Not a parent Basically Like if She's a victim No Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's completely a victim Yeah she's a huge Like Like that guy who was like Ma'am you just got this, The absolute piss slapped out of you Like Do you want me to help Like like, what's going on? She's like, no, leave me alone. I feel like if she would have been like, my son killed a bunch of kids and now everybody, like, now everybody's... Now no one fucked me, bro. Now nobody <laughs> wants to be my friend. Okay, that sounds stupid, but... but that like, is what it was. But, like, it's like, <laughs> we know it's not her fault. Like, this kid is a fucking dickhead. Don't get me wrong. She's what? making some parenting mishaps, like, this whole movie. But, like, she's... What else can she do? She, like, wiped the kid's ass until he was seven. She's trying and he despised her best. Her. Like, she is really, like, out there trying. I mean, bro, not to, like, air, air a bitch out, but, like, I would take that mom. Like, I, I felt like she was really trying. Like, I would be in on that. Yeah. But he would just... Yeah. Born evil. Yeah, born <laughs> evil. I love, I love when they're describing to little kids. Like, when she's describing... Like, I feel like you get most of, like... 
the relationship between Kevin and her from like the really young him, you know what I mean? Like the six year old version more so than like Ezra Miller in a weird way. Yeah. You see like just how it's like budded and how it's gotten to this point. Cause it seems like whenever he's like 16, they almost avoid each other. To yeah, a point. he's become so much colder, and it's almost like that's what he's kind of using as his new weapon. It's just icing her out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, stop trying. Like, I don't need you anymore. I don't need yeah, you to do anything Yeah, just shutting her down me. every chance he gets. I think, like, kind of one of the most intense scenes to watch, and I can't believe that the other thing we watched called this one of the worst dialogue scenes. I thought it was one of the best, was when Ezra Miller and... Uh, Tilda are out for dinner. She's like, what do you say we, like, go have dinner and play mini golf? And do something fun. And he's like, yeah, like, what? <laughs> what or What are we going to do for fun? <laughs> Dude, he's such a creepy little weirdo. I love him. And then he's, yeah, basically they're at dinner and she's trying to bond with him. Yeah. You know, just, like, talk to him about school. And he just starts this whole shitty, mean rant, just taking the wind right out of her sails. Saying, oh, you're going to ask me basically about, like, dating, about the girls I like, about the music I listen to. Just What bands am I listening yeah, to? Yeah. Just such a condescending little fuck. And you see her just kind of, like, he's, collapse in on herself. And he's coming at her. So yeah. I'm like, the whole time he's like, you're probably going to ask me what bands do I like. And, and, and after you finish that entire bottle, once you guzzle down that entire bottle of wine, you're going to ask me uh, if, if there's any sweethearts at my school. Then you're gonna tell me it's okay not to ball her unless I'm ready. Like all this yeah, yeah, weird like this shit. Yeah, whole like really over the line monologue. Oh, and then also, I think, it's, I, think I understand what the other guy, like the other, uh, what some people were saying, like how it's like not a great dialogue scene because it feels very like, of course, like he would say something like that. Like the the way he approached it, like what bands am I listening to? Like he's such a condescending little fuck. I don't want to hear him talk. Older but why do sucks. I? I love him. Older, Are you kidding? No, like, I, I think he's a great character. And he, like, I think Ezra Miller does a great job. I just, I think the six-year-old version of him and the relationship between that kid and... Uh, that hurt Tilda more Swinton. somehow. Somehow it hurt more because he was so young. Exactly. And you see, and she has to interact with him more. There's more interaction. She's still trying. Yeah, she still has to raise him. Whereas, at this point, he's kind of old enough. Older Ezra Miller, honestly, is in, like, not too much of the movie. Like, old, like comparatively to the rest of the film, I think. Yeah. I'd say it's about half and half. He's about in half of the movie. Yeah, it's, I'd, say, I'd say about half. I'd say that's fair. Yeah, which is, like, weird to think about considering I would, what, he's second billing? Well, obviously, he's the second main character, but, like, so is that little six-year-old kid, man. That fucking... Yeah, the, those, like, child actors looked so much like Ezra Miller and... Also, we're, like, really good actors. You just saw, like, all that little kid shit that, like, little kids could get away with, like, uh-huh. in front of everybody. He was using that to his advantage. Like, yeah, he like, knew yeah. his role. He understood the dynamic. Like, the yeah, 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 yeah thing. Mocking son of a bitch. You little motherfucker. Dude, I hate being mocked. Dude, exactly. But he would just do it and nobody would fucking reprimand this kid. Yeah, he John sucked. C. Riley was like, huh, he's a little, he's quirky, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Remember when they were playing video games, him and, like, his six-year-old son? They were sitting on the glass table playing video games, and he's like, die, 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 die. John C. Riley's like, this is fun, huh, bud? Wait, what are you doing? I don't know how to jump. Like, like Dude, the kid's just screaming die. Like, don't act like you're actually – like, they, they their relationship sucked. They had no zero chemistry. Yeah, none. But 
<laughs> but who cares? Like, that's not what the movie's about. And I also kind of felt like if you look at it in the way that everything Kevin does is to hurt his mom, it almost kind of plays to that because there is no chemistry and he it's just all an act. Mm-hmm. It's all an act just to hurt her. And so, like, if you look at it like that, I feel like the lack of chemistry is a little more intentional if you want it to be. Yeah. But you could very easily be like, what the fuck? Like... He's he's also just such a fucking manipulator, man. Big manipulator. Like you might like whenever he shit his pants after like the math scene. Oh yeah, when he, he shit himself to make uh, to make Tilda Swinton change him. Yeah, he took a fat shit. And then she cleans him up. He gets off the table and just takes another fat fucking shit right in front of her. What are they feeding this kid? That's what I'm saying. But I'm still assuming a lot of, like, Chinese food. Like, I don't assume, like, Tilda Swinton's cooking a whole lot. You just think they're ordering in? Yeah. <laughs> Dealing with that little fuck? Like, I feel like that's what he would do. Or is je- or he's eating jelly sandwiches, dog. Those nasty, sloppy jelly. And he made it on the counter, too. You know you No, he sick. made it on a plate. Oh, he made really? it on a plate. But what pissed me off is that, like, he put the jelly on the side of the bread that's, like, closer to the rim of the plate. So it's, like, at a at an angle and it's, like, sliding. Off, it wasn't whereas right. Whereas instead of being in the center of the plate. Make it even. Exactly. It was gloppy and glooping. It wasn't how you make a jelly sandwich. No. And also, I don't agree with jelly sandwiches. I don't either. It's sick. If you're eating just jelly on bread, you need to fucking talk to somebody. You need to put it in the toaster. We need to talk toast. about you, not Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about Consider you. Consider this your intervention, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. Take a seat. But fucking... Yeah, he's just eating jelly sandwiches and shitting all over the place. So fucking Tilda Swinton picks him up and eats him across the entire fucking his room. He breaks his little arm. Mm-hmm. And then from that day on, you think he's going to snitch on her. Right? She's terrified. Yeah, they go to, to the th- hospital. He wants to talk to the doctor alone. It's like, oh my God, he's going to get taken away. Exactly. She's like, wow, I just abused my kid, Loki. Mm-hmm. And fucking he comes out and you're like, you got a brave little boy in there. And... She gets into the car and she's like, what Mommer did is real. Oh, yeah. They call her. They call themselves Popper and Mommer, which is awful. That's I a crime in itself. hate that. No wonder the kid grew up like a psycho. Yeah. He's like, fuck you, Mommer. Take this, Mommer. <laughs> Fucking. But he breaks his arm and he's like, uh, he just like feels his little scar anytime. Feels a scar and looks at her anytime uh, he wants to get what he wants. Yeah, just being like, remember this? I can air you out, bitch. Mm -hmm. I really can. And it works, too. Like... He lies to John C. Riley about what happened. He's like, Momer put me on the changing table to change me. She walked away to get a diaper and I fell off. And, like, made it his fault. Yeah. And, like, John C. Riley's like, oh, honey. Like, hugs Tilda Swinton. Like, you can't be watching them all, like, throughout the entire day. It's it's okay. okay. These things happen. And I honestly feel like him... Not telling what happened. Like, obviously, that was his leverage tool. But even still, just another thing to hurt her even more. Because now she feels super guilty, you know? Mm. And that guilt was, like... That was, like, his fuel. Exactly. He loved it, dude. He loved that she had to carry like, that, that was like the, That was the moment where everything switched for, like, switched for them. Like, there was no... She knew yeah. at that point. Like, she's like, there's nothing more I can do. Yeah. She just kind of start... That's where she started, like, getting beaten and, down. And then you see him just manipulate her even more, like, later on whenever uh, he's sick, right? And he actually... He actually is very sick. And Tilda Swinton is, like, making him feel better and giving him medicine and, like, cuddling with him, like, on the... And, like, reading him a bedtime story about Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, fascinated by it. And, like, they're, like, having this really nice moment together. 
like where like you're like wow like he's actually like opening up to you this little psycho what the fuck and then John C. Riley comes in thinking he's the best dad in the world and he goes hey bud you want me to give you a kiss on the forehead good night you want me to intrude on what's going on in here and he's like get out I'm sick <laughs> yeah he and, like, totally switches up on he's him. like get out of my room I'm sick mommy can you like mom or can you keep reading and she's like, okay, <laughs> like about to cry. Yeah, and then her and John C. Riley have like a nonverbal, like, ooh, like, like okay, I'll let you have this, you yeah. stupid whore. But he's my, he's, I'm the favorite. Yeah, just remember your place. You're a pawn, John C. Riley. You're a <laughs> fucking pawn. Um, but yeah, so you realize that like it wasn't actually because he was wanted to be with his mom. It's because when he wakes up in the morning. Like, she comes in to try to help him and be sweet. And he's like, get out of here. I can change myself. I don't give a rat's ass about breakfast. Thank you. You can't skip the rat's ass. He goes, I don't give a rat's ass. I was like, huh? I don't give a rat's ass. What are you, like a 43-year-old stockbroker? I don't give a rat's ass. I don't give a rat's ass about your opinion, you dumb ass. Right. Listen here, ball bag. Like... Fucking all this crazy shit. Yeah, like what? Um, but yeah, so like, really, like you realize like what he was doing in that situation was just he was interested in archery, and he just wanted her to keep reading about it because he's like, whoa, that shit sounds crazy. And then the next day, John C. Riley buys him a little fake bow, and now John C. Riley's best dad in the world again. Yeah, it's like a little Robin Hood set. He has that stupid hat on. They're doing the suction archery, and that's what slow. Pan up, tummy of Ezra Miller. We see the we see the hot dog crop top, and then we see him shooting a real bow, and the and, the, and my man's clean with it. Yeah, he hit the bullseye, like no doubt, no miss, no hesitation. Like he's been training. Exactly, and then we have John C. Riley still took the performance, and he's like, "You're a natural, Kevin." Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you the dad, or like, what are you, dog? <laughs> are you in this household like oh do you remember whenever john c Riley was getting domed up by uh tilda swinton he's like mm, just laid back like slightly moaning like oh, just looking sloppy as hell bro. kevin walks in he's like i shit myself like <laughs> yeah. he's like oh buddy don't wake mommy up <laughs> oh my god that shit yeah that was real funny and i they're so reliant on this kid shitting his pants in this movie to carry this plot. But it, it works. works. It's <laughs> it like, literally works. It makes sense. It's like what the kid in Vivarium should have been in a weird way. I totally agree. Yeah, because Vivarium fucking blows fat balls and that little kid sucks. Totally missed its mark. Dude, yeah. If you guys haven't seen Vivarium, don't. Maybe that could be on our hunk of shit movies. Hunk of shit. It is. So I think it sure yes. is a hunk of shit. You guys keep your eyes peeled because we have some hunk of shit reviews. If you like to rage, those yeah. are coming soon. Yeah. That. Oh my fucking god. That movie is fucking miserable. But that's not what we're talking about today. Um, Orion. Oh yeah. So no. Yeah. So we're now we're getting into like Kevin as a teenager. Yeah. Him moving into his really like this whole movie is working toward the climax. Which is really just the last, what, like 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. Like, like I'd say this it's was, a slow burn. Yeah, I would also say it's a slow burn. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, paced really well. It keeps Definitely you interested. Definitely paced well. Like, Very well. Where there's not dialogue, like, the movie is telling you a story, like, visually. Yeah. And, like, it's very super interesting. Um, but we see, like, we see Kevin as a 16-year-old. Like, uh, he has his little sister is this, like, cute little blonde girl who's, like, the the light of everybody's eye 
Like, she's so great. She's the opposite of Kevin. And she just keeps getting shit on the entire fucking movie. Kevin's like, no, retard. I don't want a lemon-lime soda. Give me a root beer, you stupid slut. And then as soon as his mom's like, Kevin, he's like, thanks. I was thirsty. Like, you little gaslighting son of a bitch. Like, thanks. I was thirsty. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and, like, chugs this root beer. Ugh, can we talk about how he chews his fingernails as, like... And lays them out in those stupid little patterns. But I did love... Okay, so check this out. So he bites his fingernails off and arranges them, like, how they would lay if you had your palm flat on a table. And then when we see Tilda eating her dozen eggs, she lays the shells she's picking out on the plate the same way. So it's kind of like, as much as he hates her, like, they have these, like... They're super Things alike. passed down. Yeah, they're very similar. She's such a bitch. Like, really? Yeah. No. And whenever like they go out on their little mini golf dinner date, she like is standing at like. She was trying to relate to him. She was calling those people fat fucking pieces of shit, and he's like, "Wow, mom, that was pretty judgmental." She of you. did that because he's a mean guy, and she was like, "Maybe like we could be like mean together." I feel like, and then he no, spun I, it on her. I don't think so because she was like, she was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Think so?" And he goes, "Yeah, I wonder where I get it from." Oh, when, yeah, when he called her cruel, yeah. yeah. I don't know, bro. I felt like I felt like she was just trying to relate to his mean guy act, and he took that as a chance to I don't flip feel, on her. I don't feel that because I feel like she does genuinely hate him. Like I don't feel like she really. Lo- I don't feel like she loves this kid. She said like, and whenever they're li- whenever he's like six years old and he's being and he's breaking his crayons. Yeah, yeah. He's just <laughs> that's so fucking funny. She's telling him that she's pregnant, and he's like, she's like when. A mommy loves a daddy. They have a baby. Like that whole spiel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, is this about fucking? <laughs> it's when a man sticks his ding dong in a woman's doo-doo. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, you're just gonna, like, we're gonna, he's like, what if I don't like a baby around here? She's like, well, you're just gonna have to get used to it. He's like, just because you, just because you, it's around doesn't mean you like it. Uh, and she goes, well, he's like, you don't like me. And she just goes, well, you're just going to have to get used to it. She doesn't admit to liking Kevin. Kevin Kevin called her out as a kid for not liking him. I don't think she likes him, but I think she loves him. I mean, yeah, obviously. She does everything for him. Even after his little, like, school shoot-up sitch, he is in jail and killed their whole family, and she's still going to see him. Like, she could have moved away. Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, obviously, but, like, in any movie, like, where this is happening, like, you need the mom, like, to go and talk to the son. I think it's more so, like, of course, like, she is going to have some kind of love for him. It came out of her. It's, like, it's part of her. This is her, this is her son. But at the same time, like, I feel like she doesn't have any emotion towards him other than, like, this kid sucks. I don't feel like she feels an obligation towards him at all anymore. I disagree. The hug at the end, the hug was intense, remember? She wasn't intense for her. I feel like it was intense for him. She was no. Okay, listeners, listen. Are we okay. disagreeing right now? We're disagreeing. Dante, We're about to Dante versus kidnap. Dante v kidnap. And here's the facts. At the end, when they have that big hug, so like you know. Okay. She, yeah. Put it in perspective for him. Like, what's the build? Yeah. She's so. <sighs> Ava's visiting Kevin in jail. Right. He. It was his 16th birthday when he shot up the school. She says. It's been two years since this happened. He's about to get transferred, you know, to, like, big boy jail. And she's like, it's been two years. You've had plenty of time to think about why you did what you did. Why would you do what you do? 
And for the first time in the movie, I feel like we see... He's, like, looking at her scared. Yeah, like, genuine humanity in him and emotion and comprehension for literally the first time that's not an act. And he goes, I used to think I knew why, but now I'm not so sure. And, like, there's only one moment of vulnerability of him with his mom. And guard goes, time's up. And they get up and hug each other. Well, they stand there for a second. And he's, like, standing there shaking. Yeah. And he just, like, throws himself at her. He's so vulnerable. And while she's hugging him and holding him, she's, like, cradling his head and holding him tight like a baby, bro. But, like, her I feel like we should watch this. Dude, we have the movie up right now. I almost want to Should we almost pause and chew it up? All right, guys. Hold on. We're going to pause this bad boy and come back in with some info. Okay. We're coming back in. Just watch that last scene. I have some revised thoughts. Okay. I'm feeling that this bitch is in shock from that hug, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling that she doesn't maybe know how she even feels about it. Because he says, I don't know why I did it. And looks so vulnerable and hugs her. But it's almost like she's just so empty and depleted and beat down. She has nothing left for the kid. I feel like, exactly. Like, here's your last hug. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out of here. Like, because, like, you're right. Like, She's, I feel like it comes from a comforting place, the hug, obviously, because I, I was wrong. I thought he just throws herself at her and like out of reaction, she mm-hmm. does it. No, she opens yeah. up her arms and it's like almost like mutual, like they both do it. Yeah, they kind of stand for a second and it just like happens. I think it's more so like that's just what needed, like that's the only way that could have happened. They're like, she, she says, like, why'd you do it? And he says, oh, I used to think I knew and now I'm not so sure. And that's not only his answer, that's now her answer. That's the, that's the answer to this question that she's had for so long. I feel like she's almost like, okay. What the fuck do you do with that? Like she's like, it was meaningless. She's like, okay, like that's it. Like Mm -hmm. that's what, that's all you're ever going to say about it. Like you just see her in her face. Like it's not enough. No, it's not enough at all. But I think it's to the point to where she's like, but that think that's all that Kevin could ever give me. Yeah, and I think him even giving her that answer is honestly like the only time he sort of released her from his control in the whole movie. Exactly. You know, because everything he did was a power play and like a puppet string pull, but that was just a genuine, vulnerable, I don't know. Because like you saw Kevin in the hug, right? Like vulnerable, yeah. scared, Needs needing this hug. Yeah. Like... Like, head buried in her chest. Baby like, needs his mama. Baby, baby needs mommy. <laughs> I need my mother's milk. <laughs> Fucking Tilda Swinton is just sitting there stilted as fuck with, like, this hard press on the back, one hand on the head, just staring forward. Yeah, dude, like, she's catatonic. And, like, she's, like, in the hug, giving it to him. And then it's just, like, after this, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And does that maybe imply that she left and went to that tomato fest that we see at the beginning? Um, Because what was that tomato fest all about? Or was that just one of her earlier travels? You know, thinking about that would make sense. Like, that's where she would go to be free. Yeah. Because, like, it's the because it's the same. The opening of the movie, it's, I believe it's take, I don't know, I forget where it's taking place, but there's this big tomato party. Everybody's throwing tomatoes and shit at each other. Like it's some super cool, huge, I think it's taking place in Spain. Yeah, I think so. I read it when I was watching it last week, but I can't remember what it said. Yeah. But 
<coughs> excuse me. Uh, but when she's like getting her job at the travel agency, the poster behind her is actually for that place. I read that, but I, ah, the name's escaping me right now. So it makes sense that she would go there after, you know, he's getting sent to big boy jail. Yeah. Cause that's what's happening. Like she visits Kevin a couple of times while he's in juvie. Mm-hmm. He still has his like nice little head of hair. He's still talking shit. Like, yeah, he's still being himself. He's, he, he's, he still thinks he has power, mm-hmm. but in the last scene he has a shaved head. There's he's scarred everywhere. It's clear he's been getting his fucking ass whooped. This little entitled prick in a fucking prison in an orange jumpsuit getting ready to be sent to big boy jail. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about uh, before... Because we're kind of like wrapping up. Yeah, I'd say so. We've worked through the plot pretty well. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, There's a... I wanted to say something earlier. When it comes to her interactions with people in the town, you see like so many... like. Ultimately, they're shitty interactions. Mm-hmm. But then there's that one where she's coming, where she asks everybody in her travel agency. She's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get some lunch. Does anybody want anything?" And everyone just stares at her. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. She straight you, up ignores her. You look fucking stupid. That's why I don't talk to anybody, and I am like, I I feel like it sometimes comes off as rude, but I'm always so worried I'm gonna like offer something and look like a fucking dumb idiot. And exactly. I'm like, just shut up. Don't even offer. Exactly. <laughs> But, like, she goes and, gra- like, goes to, like, I don't know, Sandwich Haven? Like, some weird sandwich some shop. Some guy's kitchen, dude. The sandwich she comes out with is literally just, like... Unwrapped in a brown plastic bag, and it's, like, half a triangle, like, sandwich with, like, all I see is cheese on it. Yeah, just, like, a cheese sandwich on, like, white bread cut in half. Sounds like something Kevin's mom would eat. And I feel like she's, yeah, punishing herself. Like, you kind of see it in everything she does. But she's walking out, and this, uh, this, uh, this handsome young man wheels up in his cool wheelchair, and he's like, hey, Mrs. K, like... Only guy that's been nice to her so only, far. And she's like, tries to turn around, and like she's like, uh, like, <laughs> freaking the fuck out. And he's like, hey, Mrs. K, come here, let me talk to you. And he's like, asking her, like, how are you? Like, how have you been? Yeah. And you're like, sitting there, like, okay, it's obvious that this kid was in, like, the little bow and arrow shooting, and now he's paralyzed from it. Well, we don't know about the yeah. bow and arrow thing at that time. Yeah, still. But, like, you see him get, you see him getting pushed out of the school, like, in a flashback. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. If, if you pay attention, you could see that it's the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's clear that, like, he was a victim of Kevin's, but he's taking the time to make sure, like, his mom's okay. You're like, is he the only guy in the town that gets it? Like, the only she's person. a victim of Kevin, too. Yeah, like... He killed her family. He's like, okay, well, you have a good time. Like, you have a good rest of your day, Mrs. K. And then like, he goes, doctors say I might walk again. She's like, that's great. Yeah. Like, it's like, their interaction's awkward, but, like, you can definitely hear, like, this kid, like, kind of, like, caring for her. Yeah, he's trying to interact and, like, have an actual convo. And, honestly, she just seems like... So stunned to be interacting with him or anyone really, but especially him that she just like kind of escapes it as fast as possible. Yeah, she. Just, I thought it was so funny. He started like I thought at first she just had an adverse reaction to people in wheelchairs, which I mean, <laughs> I, thought I she get. was an ableist bitch. I mean, which like I understand. Cancel him, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a wheelchair. It's in front of us right now. It's not for your medical use, but it's for my lumbar support. My back hurts sometimes. I know that chair doesn't have lumbar support. It doesn't and at all. It's super uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, there was a... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know what else we, like, glazed over? That fucking short sleeve. 
Oh my god. Okay, yeah. We need let's to run talk through shortly. Her work. Let's run, run through her work life a little bit. Let's blast through her work life because I feel like it is important because she's so starved for interaction and attention that she, her and Short Sleeve end up having like a really not good chemistry flirtation. Like she looks over at him. He's eating a Subway sub and like onions are falling out of it. And he like looks it's away. So and he's, gross. Like, he's like, oh, sorry. Like, and he's like a sloppy creep. Her manager is Fred's mom from the Fred movie, and like that woman who's in everything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the lady that sounds like a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I love a, her, dude. A lisping I like her. I love her too. She sounds like a lisping cigarette. <laughs> but yeah, so short sleeve is you know trying to mac on Kevin's mom, and uh, you know at first she's kind of liking the interaction and attention, but then at the Christmas party he's like come dance with me and has these ugly frumpy reindeer antlers on it's, it's like been built up enough to where like of course he's gonna try to shoot a shot at this point yeah they've had he's several been, flirtations he's been the only guy to help her at work like you know figure out like what's going on with the computer sitch and like she's like enjoying the interaction she's like wow this is great somebody's talking to me yeah, and even when she's at the Christmas party, you know, she's just sitting off to the side, but she's smiling, and she's happy to be around people having fun, and that, honestly, like, that scene makes me, this scene, honestly, makes me probably the saddest out of all of them. It's fucking really sad. It's hard to watch. This guy, like, gets gets two drinks, comes up with, like, little reindeer ears, and he's like, hey, you want to dance? And she goes, oh, I don't dance, really, but thank you. Like, like, I, like you go have fun. Mm -hmm. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, it's really okay. He leans in. He goes, where do you get off, you stuck-up bitch? No other person in this town will touch you. Yeah. And then just wanders off. It's like, all right, let me just go get my fucking swerve on. Yeah. Like, and They're goes about to and play Soldier Boy in this bitch. I gotta go. Somebody call 911 <laughs> on Fire Shotty Bird and I'm going dance floor at us. Yeah, that was him. And then obviously, dude, she was like... Those words stung. Like, you feel them through it. You see her, that you see her, like, sit she's with leaves, them. She right? Yeah, and her boss is like, oh, come on, stay, stay for another drink. And she just what walks out. What are you doing? Out. Come on. <laughs> Loud mouth. I'm loving it, though. And, yeah, she just leaves. And she's just so used to people talking to her like shit, treating her like shit, and kind of being the martyr that feels like she deserves to be treated like shit. This movie is so, like... Like, I love the music in this movie, too. Like, mm -hmm. we were, like, listening to that last scene again, like, where Kevin hugged, like, Kevin hugged his mom. And, like, like they're just, like, picking all these, like, weird, old, scary bangers. Son. Yeah. Perfect. It's perfect. Ah, like, this movie is great. What would you rate this movie? I would rate this movie, I'd say, like, seven and a half out of ten. Maybe, I'd, maybe eight. I'd, I'd give it, like, an eight. I'd give it, like, a seven and a half, eight. That's fair. Yeah. What's bringing it down? I don't know. It's like... I, I just, it's great, but I know there are things I like more than it. And I, I, I don't know. It's a great movie, but it's just it's just not a 10. Maybe it's some of the cornier dialogue. I'm not totally sure, but... Yeah, this movie has its fair share of, like, kind of corny dialogue. And then you have... I feel, So, like, the stuff with Tilda Swinton and, like... Kevin, the character, not just Ezra Miller, mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. It's the best part of the movie. It's the best shit, hands down. That and some, like, really cool artistic, like, pacing and uh, exposition stuff, like, 
uh, like cool like shot sequences that are happening. Like her laying in her new uh, new house's bed and like that uncomfortable harsh red like uh, it's like if the camera was overexposed but with the color red mm-hmm. and it's fucking crazy. It's very artistic and they have a lot of artistic. And that themes. stuff's great. But then there's John C. Riley and like all of the other side shit going on. That's like you're like oh, man. This whole movie's great, but you're kind of like really dragging it down. I feel like that's yeah. where it comes from. Yeah, I don't, and I feel like I don't know. I, I think you're really onto something with the John C. Riley thing because it's like if we're gonna have him, let's have more of him. Like let's have it. More I relevant. love John C. Riley. Like let's go deeper into that. But right now he's just like I said, kind of a divisive character, which is cool. But we could do more with it. Feel like we could have saw a scene with. Kevin and John C. Riley, maybe like see what that relationship's really looking like. Yeah, because we only see a couple of brief convos with them, never really a full scene yeah. with their dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, we really don't get that. I don't know. What would you rate it? Seven and a half, eight? You said. I'd say seven and a half, eight. Like I think it's a great movie. I just think what like the movie wanted to focus on, like they just wanted to focus on their relationship, and it truly did. Like with some artistic stuff thrown in, uh, thrown in there. But, it, like, the stuff they, the other stuff you need for the movie to be a movie felt like it was just kind of there just so we could get back to her and Kevin. I agree. I'm going to, before we wrap it up, I want to tell everyone what awards it got. Oh, shit. My phone's on airplane mode and the last thing is the Baldwin Brothers. Fucking idiot. You're so dumb. Baldwin Let me- Bros. Baldwin Bros. Okay, here. We need to talk about Kevin. Load it. Load it. Safari. Don't fail me now. It's the most interesting part of the podcast. Okay, guys. I really like that part in the podcast where we waited for Katie to get the thing on her phone up. I honestly forgot what I was looking up. Oh, yeah, the awards. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> so it was nominated for and won, like, a bunch of shit. And Golden Globe, Screen Actors Guild Award. Uh, kind of feel like a dick for saying it's only a seven and a half out of eight. It won a lot of stuff. British Independent Film Award for Best Director. European Film Award for Best Actress. They were raking it in. It was good. Yeah, like all of the things you're mentioning, I'm like, yeah, of course it got nominated for that. Tilda Swinton did fantastic. Yeah. Like, like this is a really good movie. It's super original. It's done in such a great way. But you know what? After watching it a couple of times, I think this is my fourth, third, fourth time watching it. Mm-hmm. And daggum. Goddamn. Like there's just some things that are like dragging a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it almost like feels like the because her and Kevin's relationship is the biggest part of the movie. Like, the rest of the relationships in this movie just fall flat because it's they're nowhere near as interesting and aren't willing to go into them enough to find any content in them. Like, they're, yeah, they're, they're just, very superficial face value relationships. Yeah, they just exist as filler or divisive, which, they're, I mean, shit, like, what can you do? But, like, like you say, you go into them a little more, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like, the reason why... The reason why John C. Riley is the husband of Tilda Swinton in this movie is because the movie said so, not because we as the audience necessarily, like, fully feel that way about the relationship. Like, they're hardly interacting, like, a lot of this movie. And, like, when they do, it's like, how the fuck are you not dipping on this guy? Like, yeah, he sucks. He big sucks. Like, he sucks balls. And then he's the one who wants the divorce later. Yeah. Like, oh, you're talking shit on my my boy, dad, daddy's boy. You're talking. Papa loves his baby, don't pa- you know? Papa loves his baby, don't you know? I love Kevin. 
He's the best. I love his crop tops. I'll wipe his ass right now. Kevin, put your diaper on. I don't care that you're 15. Put it on. Put it on. I know you do it. I know you do it too, <laughs> little bastard. Oh, wait. But you know what? We see Tilda Swinton in uh, later on in the movie after Kevin. Or wait, is, I think it's before. It might be right before the final scene where she talks to Kevin. But she's she irons and like washes his clothes still. As like even though he's not in the house and has a room for Kevin. Yeah, she still is ready for him to come back home and is very much still revolving her life around him. I mean, she's fucking. I, she has to be crazy at this point, dude. I feel like maybe it's all she has, so she's just clinging to it, right? Like, yeah, it's all you got. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, go to the Tomato Town. Go to Tomato Town, have a tomato festival. I would have definitely picked that over chilling with my fuck ass kid that killed my whole family, dude. <laughs> my fuck ass kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, it's, we need to talk about Kevin. Final thoughts. It's like a, it's a really good movie. Watch the movie. I think you guys might have the same problems that we have with it, Mm -hmm. but ultimately I don't feel like the problems drag the movie down. No, no. The problems are only worth mentioning if someone asks like, what would you change? But it's not something I would just mention. Yeah, I could easily just watch this movie and just like let that shit slide just because of how good the rest of it is. I agree. But like, you know, when talking about it with a friend, of course you're going to pick it apart. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's like the whole point of this. Dante. Kidnap. That's us. But reverse. Chuckle bucket and giggle pit. Back at it again. <laughs> you know the vibes. Oh uh, yeah, it's free right now if you guys haven't watched it or oh, want yeah, to rewatch just, it. It's free on YouTube. Free on YouTube and uh, on Amazon Prime also. Yeah, so check that out. Yeah, next week. Don't know what. Yeah. Buckle maybe. in. Yeah. Chuckle buck. Chuckle buckets. <laughs> Chuckle buckets and all you giggle pits out there. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>